Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. Injection utilizes the new Deep Six standard for more big game penetration than ever before. Learn more about the injection today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, editor Christian Berg. All right, welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and as always, we're glad that you've taken some time out of your day to spend with us. I'm editor Christian Berg, and today we have uh, two guests joining us. I've got Mark Seacat from Seacat Creative and Chris Murphy from the Helio Collective. Mark and Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with me. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Mark, you are uh, certainly no stranger to the bow hunting community. You uh, uh, have been at this game for a long time. Uh, you operate a company called Seacat Creative that does a variety of uh, multimedia work for some of the companies in our industry. And you have teamed up with Chris on an exciting project, basically doing a cinema uh, project and coming out with the feature film that really highlights the bow hunting experience. You've got a new movie called Searching for West, and it's debuting this month, August 2012. Tell me about Searching for West. What is it, and where did it come from? Well, Searching for West, it's definitely um, it's definitely not a feature-length movie. It's a it's a short film um, with a super high production value. And it's, uh, it's our whole mindset with the project was to, um, we had some initial funding um, from a company we work with, Sika Gear, uh, to build a story around an elk hunting season. And they really challenged us to uh, tell something that was a different story from what we've heard. There's been so many elk hunting seasons, or hunts filmed and captured, and, and you know, a lot of big bulls that were harvested. And, you know, we wanted to tell something a lot different. So... I knew I had some some money to work with, and I had worked with Chris's company, uh, the Helio Collective, before on some projects. And I went to him and I said, "Hey, we have this opportunity, and is there any way that you know we can work with you guys? Because they have a um, level of quality that I think is unsurpassed in any industry." And so I went to him, and and through you know all the meetings, uh, you know the project's been over a year in the in the making at this point. Through those meetings, we really settled in on, you know, what what this story would be and what we wanted to tell, and um, you know, a lot of that came through, you know, hours and hours spent with Chris and talking about what, you know, what makes hunting special to me and and what stories are currently being told in the industry and and you know what we wanted to focus on. So so this is a film that is really based on your 2011. Uh, elk hunt season is that right yes and it was this i know you live in montana is that where you were doing the hunt or what was the location for the film yeah the entire film is is uh is based around my home in bozeman montana and it's shot within a hundred mile radius of of you know home and it's all you know general tag public land um type uh type of hunting so it's something anybody can do now Obviously, there's a lot of outdoor television out there, and we all watch it from time to time. You guys put out a, a trailer for Searching for West. Uh, I think it's on Vimeo, right? 
Is Vimeo that, and Vimeo. YouTube. Gotcha. Yep. So, so folks who are interested, go check out the trailer for sure. And and I know the 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 full film will be out shortly. But point being, you know, I watched the trailer, and clearly, you know, it's apparent from about two seconds in that searching for West and this project that you guys are involved in is completely different from your typical thirty-minute hunting show format. You know, on Sportsman's Channel. Um, Tell me a little bit about, you know, the, the production sort of quality, philosophy, what you're trying to do and capture, you know, versus the typical uh, TV format that people are more accustomed to. Um, well, I guess I'll speak on behalf of that. Um, so when Mark first brought this to us, I basically wanted to throw, like, if we were in, we're all in, and I wanted to throw every bit of production value into this that we could. So we are fortunate enough to have the resources so that we don't have to rent a lot of this gear. We happen to own all these high-quality uh, cameras that um, a lot of people don't typically shoot hunting on. Um, we wanted to approach it that way to, to tell more of a cinematic story and and basically have something have a piece of media that the hunting industry has never seen and mm-hmm. and approach it in a way that 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 the hunting industry has never seen so like there are a lot of beauty shots that really uh capitalize on the beauty that's around a hunter and um what he sees in his solitude while he's out there hunting because montana is like this huge vast landscape that you know we are fortunate enough to have right in our backyard and we can go and enjoy every weekend or any day of the week that you'd like to go enjoy it. So we wanted to really create a character out of, out of our surroundings, out of our environment. So we basically just put the best cameras on it, you know, and Mark had a great story already, just like he was living his story. So a lot of it just came from his personality as well. Yeah, I mean, you talk about making, you know, the landscape of Montana a character, and really, that's what struck me is when I look at, you know, that trailer, I get a feel that's much more akin to, you know, a planet Earth type documentary than I do, uh, you know, a show about killing a big buck in you know illinois or what have you um it's a totally different feel it's almost like it's a different genre you know uh approached from a a completely different point of view and it's really neat and as i said to mark the other day when we talked briefly about doing this interview i just think that the the hunting community is starving for that kind of material and i hope that you know your project is really successful because uh, we need more uh, material like this, and I can't wait to see the full-length film. Uh, Mark, talk to me about that story that Chris mentioned. You had a really good story. Basically, uh, if I'm following things right, you were getting ready to welcome a new addition to your family around elk season last year and trying to juggle a few different balls, right, in the air? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So when we first, you know, when we first secured funding and came up with the idea that we want to do this piece, you know, uh, funding that roughly covered, you know, probably less than a 20th of what this thing's worth and the amount that we put into it. You know, we we wanted to tell this elk hunting story. And at the time, my wife Katie and I didn't know that we were uh, expecting our first child. And 
our our son West was born on August 19th, and roughly you know 11 days before the start of Montana's archery season. So we knew that we were going to have this. You know, normally you know I can I can hunt somewhere between 120 and 160 days a year. You know, around the world, uh, traveling. You know, going on all kinds of, of amazing adventures. And all of a sudden, you know, I knew that I was going to be a dad and I wanted to be, I wanted to be home. And luckily, you know, I do have, you know, Montana and this, this country right here in my backyard and a, you know, $20 elk tag in my pocket every year. And so we just set our sights on staying close to home and, and, you know, enjoying as much time as we could with the family, as well as, you know, telling, telling this story about, you know, a man's connection to the land and connection to you know, becoming a father and, and being a great husband and those type of things. So it's a, it's a real emotional look into something that I feel like, you know, a lot of hunters can relate to, you know, we're, we're passed down hunting from our, our grandparents and our, and our fathers. And, um, in my case, you know, my mom was hunting when I was in the womb. So it's a family type event. And, um, it was a really neat thing to kind of approach. And, and I, I guess I didn't really have any idea of how hard it would be to, to do it. Uh, it was a it was an amazing effort to uh, pull this thing off. So, how did you guys do your filming in the field? Did you typically go out, Mark, uh, with multiple camera people with you, or were you shooting this stuff, trying to do it a lot on your own while you're out there, or how did it go? Uh, you know, it it varied. It, it, it depend. It it was a very much dependent on, you know, what we could get, you know, with the, with the Helio team, these guys are, you know, really busy working for, you know, a lot of fortune 500 companies and doing big projects. So it, it meant, you know, like getting access to, you know, their people and going out in the field. And one of the, one of the really cool things about a lot of the Helio guys is, is they're not, you know, they're not, um, really hardcore hunters. So many of the members of the team are hunters, so we were we we're basically taking a lot of guys that didn't do this, you know, as much as I did into the field, and and so there was a learning aspect to it that was really cool, as well as a, you know, documenting the experience. These guys got to see, you know, what hunting was like for me, and and I think what we ended up doing is getting a lot of them into it because it's, you know, how we do it is is exciting. I feel like, and and it was a, it was great for sure. The only problem with that is that this time they didn't mind giving up their season to film you because they didn't care, but now they know how cool it is. They're not going to want to film you anymore. They want to get behind the bow. Yeah, which is perfect. You know, I, mean, I, I think that's part of you know what we're trying to do with this thing, too, is to show a, a non-hunting audience uh, you know, a look into what hunting can be like, that it is, that it is beautiful, that it's you know, a lot like skiing or climbing or fly fishing it's a it's a passion and it's a done in a beautiful space and it's not all you know i at, there's times when i you know when i look at what goes on with hunting tv and I'm, i it kind of it, it doesn't make me feel very good about you know this this industry with that everybody you know in america gets these hunting channels for free and they see what's out there and you know even with what we're doing you know i feel like we're we're just showing a much different look into you know uh, this discipline and giving people a chance to connect with it on their level. I mean, I, I'm like everybody else. Like I would love to, you know, find great big animals every year, but it's not, it's not realistic. Um, and a lot of times you spend, you know, whole seasons or years between, you know, opportunities to, to harvest those type of animals. So it's, a it was really a, a passion project for all of us. And, 
you know, knowing that, you know, like Chris grew up, you know, in a hunting family and, and to be able to, you know, sit down for, you know, hundreds of hours and, and work on our voiceover and work on, you know, developing the story. You know, we really got to, I think we have something that um, hunters will really relate to and, and non-hunters will look at hunting in a different light. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that, you know, you talk about the, you know, the talents and the technology and things like that that are brought to the table in a project like this because I think that, um, you know, it's a double-edged sword and there are some good things to it and some bad aspects to it. But generally speaking, I think we as a hunting community tend to be sometimes kind of isolated from the rest of the world. So when we, when you work with a company like Helio Creative, you know, I know, Chris, you were saying that this is not, you know, the world that you and your folks typically move in. And so you're getting maybe a fresh perspective that we don't necessarily have, you know, within our own community. Tell me a little bit about Helio Creative and the kind of projects that you guys do, how long you've been around and, and how, you know, this is maybe a little off the beaten path for your your typical projects. Yeah. Um, well, the company is Helio Collective. We've been around for uh, three years about, but I mean, I, I've done this freelance for the last uh, 14 years. So it's something, I mean, I've had a, a camera since I was a little, little kid. You know, I've always documented and made my own films as a very young child. And so naturally I kind of just fell into this path and um, started this company three years ago with my business partner, Keena Pickett. Um, we typically work um, in the outdoor industry with clients like uh, Red Bull, Media House, Quicksilver, and Teva Shoes, Keen Shoes. Um, we're starting to have meetings with a lot of other uh, other brands. We just started working with Patagonia. Um, so a, a lot of what we do is maybe isn't um it's definitely not hunting but it's connected to the outdoors so when uh mark approached me about this i i really wanted to do it but i wanted to tell this bigger story something more introspective and get inside of the of mark's head and and really take the audience through the process of hunting so that it's more of a a, a spiritual look into what he does and and how he is connected to nature you know and like we could have just told your straightforward hunting story it's like go out there document it and you know here you have a hunt and this is what it was like you know and which there are those aspects to this film but we wanted to expand on that and really show you know start in february and show what it takes to to prepare yourself for archery season, like building your arrows, doing, you know, like testing the arrows, testing your bow, and really working up to that moment where it's his first day out on the on on for it, where it's his first day out in the uh, field. So, um, yeah, I, I guess we're not too different from like hunting companies. It's just it's it's all in the outdoor, and I, I see that there's a greater relation. We work with. Uh, I guess from what Mark was talking about earlier, the Fortune 500 companies are more like Oracle or NetApp, and so we're we're doing like a, a Formula One shoot here, like in three weeks, and we're doing like 
I don't know, other shoots we just finished in in, in uh, CERN. Do you know if you're familiar with the uh, quantum physicists? It's like we're shooting stuff like that. So that stuff is very different from the outdoor world, but... Um, it sounds still, like sounds like you have a lot of experience, though, in sort of like your adventure sports type category, though. And, yeah. And, and that's where I see, you know, when I made my comment about the hunting community being somewhat insular, uh, it's just in the maturity, you know, I think we're a little bit behind. I think we're coming in that direction. But if you look at the quality, the production quality of some of the, you know, extreme sports videos, you know, some climbing videos, skiing and snowboarding stuff, hunting hasn't really had that, okay? I think that this searching for West is a step in that direction, in that evolution of quality, of looking at it with maybe a more artistic eye. And that's what I meant when I said, you know, I'm excited about it and, and I hope that we see some more because I think that there are opportunities too, as you and, and Mark both said, to kind of present hunting in a from a different angle to capture the whole experience and maybe to reach some people that aren't necessarily going to be reached by, uh, right. you know, what's already out there. And we, we do have plans for another film um, for next year and we're definitely setting our sights on feature length film so um we just got to finish this first one this is like kind of our launch our foray into this industry so well, I, how, I think, how long is searching for west uh gonna be well right now we're actually sitting in the edit bay so it's it's cut to 30 minutes but i'm trying to get it cut down to 20 uh just to make the story stronger uh it's pretty strong at 30 but um I want it to be something that people want more when they're done watching, you know. And, and, and Christian, I think that's something. I, th I think that's something. As you know, we're in the hunting industry. We know that, you know, a lot of this depends on you know us, you know, showing an example. You know, being able sure. to like come to the plate with something that that people are like, wow, you know, I want to see more of that. You know, at this point, the reason why, you know, when I when I was getting or getting going on this, and I, you know was basically got my foot in the door with Chris and wouldn't like kept pushing to work with them is be because of the quality I've seen, you know, all of their work and it's amazing. And it was something that, you know, I knew that if we could show the industry, you know, this stuff, it would really be beneficial to, you know, the future. Yeah. And that was, that was, you know, high on, on my drive to, to work with these guys. And, you know, now we've set it up to the point where, you know, hopefully people ask for more because that's what it takes. Like in the end, you know, you, you have to get, you have to get funding for these types of projects. And, and we, between an, our two companies and, and luckily with the help of, you know, Sika Gear and Leica and Gore-Tex, you know, we had, we had significant funding, but you know, we're, we're putting a lot of it out there as far as a passion project, because we believe in the message and we believe in the, you know, the effort that it takes to make things, these things happen. And, if you get enough people viewing it and enough people talking about it and enough people going to these companies saying, thank you for being a part of that, you know, hopefully we can build more of these in the future. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's, that's kind of what I was going to bring up next anyway, because, you know, I, I hope that people who are listening, you know, aren't feeling like, you know, I'm just coming down on the outdoor television that's out there because like you said at the end of the day okay everyone has to pay the bills and and have something to eat at dinner time and so 
you know, you and I touched on it the other day. Again, when when we chatted briefly, I it would be almost impossible. You talked about, you know, the months and hundreds and hundreds of hours that's been invested in this project. You couldn't produce 26, you know, episodes a year of searching for West. It would be, you know, virtually impossible. So um, how do you guys envision this evolving in the future? You know, is there a way to actually do this and, and make money because, like you said, if you don't, it's it doesn't self-perpetuate. Um, I, I think we both believe that it can make money. I think uh, everyone involved in the project believes that it can make money. We've already seen, just from showing the trailer, um, jobs come to fruition through the hunting industry, through that outdoor space. Um, and we know that there are there are ad dollars to spend there. It's just I think it was so. Really so let me interrupt you. You're saying mm-hmm. that just companies within the hunting industry, just based on seeing your trailer, have already hired people that you're working with to do work for them, essentially. Well, yeah, they've hired Helio Collective to like we we're already producing commercial work right now for in the hunting industry. So basically. Um, our companies are going to come together to launch a new company, and it's going to be very—it's—it's it's going to be really targeting the, the the outdoor space and hunting in particular, because we believe that we can bring this quality of media uh, to commercial projects and to to either episodical projects or uh, um, film projects, because. There, there, there are dollars there to, to put towards projects like this. It's just really um, knowing how to make those budgets work, or knowing how how to pull commercial content from um, a hunting film shoot. And uh, how how do you guys distribute a film like Searching for West? I know you guys are hoping to premiere this just in about two weeks or so right and how how will people obviously you've got online but is this the kind of thing that people would actually be able to go to theaters and and see that way well we're looking at it with a little bit different distribution model i mean you know the majority of people like if you look at you know um you know film you know film type circuits you know um that we've looked at whether it's like the full draw film tour or the fly fishing film tour and that kind of stuff that's it's that's a lot of effort you know for those guys and it's not necessarily uh, a big time money making type thing nor is that the reason why you know we're doing this first one but you know for us like we had you know really two um two companies that stepped up that i've been working with for you know over seven years with each company uh with sick gear and leica and they stepped up to the plate and really helped fund you know the the beginning of this project uh and so you know this this film will live on their websites okay um but then we'll also we'll also make it available on itunes for for people to download and watch on their ipads or watch on their you know watch at home on their um tvs and computers and that kind of stuff and you know it's a it's it's all part of like showing a you know showing something that we can repeat um you know with these companies and and get them to you know, realize that you know spending dollars in these areas is is very beneficial. Not not just with the video projects, but with the work you know and the efforts uh, via social media uh, that people can get involved with on these. So that that's kind of the the goal. And you know, we have some exciting exciting plans moving forward. And you know, there's there's lots of stuff like Chris was saying. You know, um, episodal 
um, type work. And, and, you know, I looking at some stuff that I've seen on TV, like the TV guys, like all these guys that own production companies. And I know a lot of them and they're, they're good friends. You know, they're doing what they, the industry has told them to do to be successful. And a lot of them are, uh, very successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you sure. look at them Absolutely. and you look at, you look at projects like Jason Brown's, um, you know, project dropped, uh, the Alaska piece, you know, that's a, that's a trip that they went and filmed and turned into, you know, a 13 episode type piece. And, sure. who, yeah, and who knows? Uh, yeah. The keepers, I, they've been involved in a lot of good, good projects. And I, I like the production value of, you know, what those guys have done the rusted rooster stuff and it's pretty good you know but uh yeah so absolutely absolutely i could see you guys doing doing something like that so there there, there's people there's people that are you know pulling stuff like this off that we look at in hunting industry and say that's that's really great you know and and definitely people that we look up to and but we're, we're kind of forging a new path i feel like with with what we're doing on this one and that's what we set out to do you know that was that was the goal and and I think that the message that will come through in the film is is much different, you know, on the other end of the spectrum than, you know, a guy that gets a great Arizona elk tag and goes on an elk and kills a giant. You know, I mean, it's a different, it's a it's a much different uh, type story and look into the emotional side of hunting and what people go through. And I think that that will be, hopefully, people connect with it. That's the that's the goal. We're trying to be relatable. Um, you know, it's not. It's not this macho, like, hey, look at how great we are type of thing. It's a, this is what we do, and it's probably just like what you do. Mm-hmm. And and that's kind of, I think it's uniting people. And just the comments we've seen, the people that have commented, the 14-year-old kid that says, I want to live like this, you know, in the comments on YouTube and, you know, some of that stuff, it's been, it's been a breath of fresh air. And, you know, it seems like everybody we talk to in the hunting industry says that. And so for us, you know, we had, we, you know, filmed it all last year and then we took a trailer, um, with us, you know, to ATA and shot and, you know, went, you know, went to all the companies that we work with and showed it to them. And, you know, um, that's where, that's where some of the commercial work that Chris was uh, referring to came, came in. You know, we've already completed projects that have yet to be released from, from companies that saw the value and the quality uh, and wanted to tell some stories. So there's, there's some exciting stuff coming, um, that will be, you know, aired in those TV spaces. So how are people going to, uh, connect with search for West? You mentioned the, uh, Sitka gear and Leica, um, websites. Is there going to be a place, uh, a dedicated website for this film or yeah. places? There, there's a searching for West.com and, um, on there will actually launch the film, but it only exists there for 24 hours, and then we're pulling it. And if if people, it's basically a, a one-time premiere, like online, and then after and wh- that, when's that going to be, Chris? Is that determined? The 22nd of August. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, 24 hours, it goes to the Sika Gear and Leica websites. Um, no, the trailer will only exist online, and then you can download it from iTunes. Oh, okay. So, so after if I miss it on the twenty second, I got to buy it. That's the deal. Um, I believe so. Like, I, I think some of those details haven't fully been worked out, but um, and and Mark has been kind of handling this distribution end of it as far as the online more than than uh, Helio Collective, like 
we're we're just really producing the film and mm. uh, and he's handling the back end uh, distribution part of it. So it's a pretty it's a pretty cool combination of like skill sets, right? So so CCAT Creative handles you know a lot of social media, athlete management, content um, delivery, and and those type of things. And we you know sit on the marketing boards of a lot of the forward thinking uh, companies in the hunting industry, whether it's the you know Sika Gears and you know. Um, W.L. Gore and Associates, or uh, companies like Hilleberg and Leica, and, and some of these uh, some of these great companies and Mystery Ranch backpacks, people that are doing things you know differently. So, for for what we did with this um, this film, is we didn't want we didn't want thirty different sponsors, and we never approached it that way. We wanted the companies that we've worked with for the longest amount of time, the companies that have believed in you know what I've done over this time period, uh, like. You know, Sika and Leica and Gore. Uh, we wanted them to be the the companies that got the most benefit from this. But what we found uh, as we started to show this to other companies is that everybody wanted to be involved. It was a message that you know bow hunting companies could get involved in, the NRA could get involved in, Wild Sheep Foundation, which this is an elk hunting piece, wanted to be involved in it. The Elk Foundation wanted to be involved with it, and so. What we did was, in an effort to help help them and like get some more exposure for them as well as exposure for the company, we set up a distribution model um, that was really championed by uh, one of my employees, Alex Tenenbaum, um, and it was a is a distribution model that allowed this to be shared via 25 different Facebook pages, and uh, and also uh, we wanted to be able to give back to all these people like a certain level of. Okay, hey, let's let's start sharing some of these products. You know, the companies that that I'm fortunate enough to work with are are high-end companies. You know, and and make amazing products that not everybody can not everybody can afford. Um, so what we ended up setting up was a gear giveaway package. Uh, we're giving away ninety thousand dollars worth of gear. Um, Thirty thousand dollars worth of gear is going to go to one winner. So Holy one person. Moly. One person that enters, you can enter 25 times on 25 different Facebook pages. All this information is available on searchingforwest.com, but you can enter in all these pages. Also, those 25 individual Facebook pages are, are giving away one product as well. So let's say you're at Yeti Coolers. Like one person will win the Yeti Cooler package, and then another person will win the overall package that includes you know, a, a Yeti Cooler, a full Sika system, Leica Binos, Every company we work with on there, 25 different companies, life memberships to all these organizations, um, and then we're going to give away that the same um, package at the premiere uh, in Bozeman on the 16th of August. Uh, so it's it's a it's kind of unlike anything anybody's ever done, and it's an effort to share the the quality of these, these products with these companies and with the people that you know want to use them. And so it's uh, it's kind of a neat deal, you know. A lot of companies that um, aren't really great at social media but they're 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 learning have gotten involved with this and their their fan numbers have spiked you know and you know all of a sudden they're getting great engagement on their pages and and it's a way for us to to show that high quality content and beautiful content can create you know engaging fan bases for companies because it's really hard to track like how many people are going to buy products based on watching this film you know, we're we're not sure, but what we can what we can track is the number of really engaging people that end up on their Facebook page, you know, that end up on their blog, and and that's kind of that's kind of what we do. It's a changing landscape, obviously, 
in the hunting space. And, you know, I, for one, I, I have no desire to, you know, have to put in the effort that these guys do with 26 fresh episodes. That's, it's an insane amount of work. And, you know, for us, like we're building one 20 minute film that's taken a year to do. Mm. And, you know, that's a, that it's a lot of, it's a lot of effort, you know, and we've been fortunate to have, you know, partners like Chris and, uh, Kina and the Helio team to now that you know now that you know exactly how to do it though I know you can do two next year man no problem well (laughs) I mean I I think Mark talks about it taking a year and yeah it it did take us a year I think the reason why is because uh, mainly because we had to take from Helio's savings in between other jobs to start putting it towards doing like shooting these other vignettes in between because a lot of it was shot in the field and that stuff was shot like over the season. But then we knew that we had to shoot these other sequences to support mm-hmm. um, the hunting side of it. So there's like vignettes with his family, vignettes of the process of building arrows. And I, I go into detail more, but I don't want to give away the entire film. So um, a lot of that stuff came after the fact and we just had to spread it out because well, one financials and two, everyone was really busy. Yeah. So, no, I'm just I'm just giving you guys hard time. But <laughs> Mark, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at searching for West dot com here as you were talking, and yeah, this is really cool. I mean, for folks who are listening, absolutely go to searching for West dot com. You can watch the film trailer there, and yeah, you've got this tab to win the gear, and like you said, you've got the links directly to these twenty five. Um, Facebook pages, I guess, is where these links take you, and you can people can sign up to to win the contest right there. So uh, it's a pretty pretty neat idea, man. I, I think you're gonna generate a lot of uh, a lot of interest and a lot of uh, um, you know interest not just amongst the hunters, but uh, of the manufacturers are doing doing more of this kind of stuff going forward. Yeah, it's been it's been really cool. The the people that we found it. You know, so I work with a lot of companies that don't necessarily make their products specifically for hunters. You know, and you know, one of the companies I have a, a long-time climbing background, and um, I've always worked with the La Sportiva boots, and it's a it's a great company. And and the more we dove into it with that with those guys, it was like, you know, we're not necessarily hunter friendly. Uh, we're not a hunter friendly company. We realized we make a product that they could use, and maybe we need to be a hunter friendly company. And we'd talk to their marketing director on the phone, and he's just in awe of the trailer. And he's like, you know, I'm a bow hunter. Like, mm. You know, and it's really cool to see the people that we've met through this that are that might not be in the hunting industry that are hunters, and they're doing it for the, you know, same reasons, you know, basically, you know, living off the land, feeding their families. And, and it's a it's a really cool deal that's brought a lot of, lot of interesting people together. And, I mean, I it should, shouldn't go without saying that, you know, there was – there was probably close to 60 different people that had a hand in working on this project. It was a, a labor of love for a lot of folks, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see it coming down to the wire here. Well, guys, I tell you, it's, uh, it's a really good-looking project. Uh, make sure everyone who's listening, uh, get on searchingforwest.com, check out the trailer, come back uh, on August 22nd to see the full film, and for you gentlemen... Uh, I hope, Mark and Chris, that this is the first of many successful projects for Seacat Creative and Helio Collective. And uh sounds like you've got some exciting 
things lined up uh, for the future and hey anytime we can raise the the quality and profile of our sport that's going to be a good thing for all of us so congratulations on on all your hard work and uh keep us posted on what's around the next corner okay will do for sure Sounds christian great. thanks for the interview hey you got it i appreciate your time and uh just uh good luck with wrapping it up i know that uh well, I know what it's like trying to cut down an article if I've, you know, written something about one of my hunts. So when you talk about cutting something down from 30 minutes to 20, that's, you know, you're talking about cutting a third of your material out there. So that's going to be uh, yeah. some tough, de- <laughs> some tough decisions to be made there in the editing room for sure. It definitely is. We'll be in here for for days. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again. Have a great have a great uh, afternoon and. Uh, going to be looking forward to watching the full film in a couple weeks here. Right on, Christian. Thanks again, man. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new ultra-micro-diameter injection arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.